0: Welcome to the Perspectives
1: with Catherine Toon podcast. Well, Hello, everybody. I have a very special guest and shall I say very special friend, the one and only Henry Harris on today. Welcome, Henry.
0: How are you doing, Dr. Catherine Toon?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. But we can drop the doctor. That's we're good. We're gonna have, <laughs> we're gonna be casual, relaxed, because I'm excited to talk about your new book, The Sting of Rejection.
0: I'm excited to be here. And it's such an honor for me to be on your program today.
1: Well, you know, uh when you sent me the manuscript, I, I it was wonderful. It was so good. I wrote the forward. So I got I was I was yeah. excited to do that and honored to do that. Uh but one of the things that this book is, number one, it is so needed. Um, and uh tell tell me what prompted you to write the book.
0: I think what prompted me to write the book is that I realized that um Rejection is a universal language, like fear is a universal language, love is a universal language, hate, sickness. These are all things that many of us have uh, adapted to the human experience. Um, Unfortunately, uh, these things exist. Uh, We're not exempt from some of the things I've mentioned, and more so, we're not exempt from rejection. So... What I had to do is I felt like there were so many people that were dealing with rejection in their life. Well, that was in regards to a divorce that they've went through, maybe a breakup that they've went through. Um, You know, it could be a variety of things, uh, how one may be rejected. Uh, Even going back to my childhood, you know, chapter one in the book, I talk about the root of rejection, where I go back to my childhood and had to deal with, the rejection that went well into my adulthood. And I think that's what prompted me uh, to write a book because rejection, it stings, Mm -hmm. it hurts, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's still painful. Mm -hmm. So when, and if it does come, uh, we'll know how to deal with it more strategically and more effectively when it does come.
1: You know, what's so good too, is that you share your stories, you share your story, but you also share other people's stories. And one of the things that I think, uh, helps people so much who have suffered from rejection is that you're not the only ones, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. you feel like you're the only one and that makes pain so much worse that you're, you bring it out into the light and that's part of the healing process. Yeah. That is so amazing. And you did such a good job. It was, I love the way you talk about these things. You're very Frank. um, And uh, you make it so accessible so people can kind of understand it. It's not uh, deeply theological or complicated, but it's really accessible, but it's uh, but it is like in line with understanding how we're wired, how God has wired us as human beings and actually um, how god is with this and i i like the way you divide it up in a lot of your chapters to all the different places actually we receive rejection you want to talk about that a little more
0: oh my <laughs> i um like i said rejection comes in many forms but it does hurt at the end of the day um i think i wrote uh, i think 10 or 11 chapters but i think uh one of the chapters that really st- stands out to me now is the need for acceptance mm-hmm. and um i often tell people that i feel like it's important that we learn to live our lives from the inside out
1: mm-hmm. instead
0: of living our lives from the outside in
1: oh that's so good preach many it time,
0: <laughs> many times people do that and i'm not just saying people i've done that mm-hmm. we see. Affirmation, acceptance, mm-hmm. sense of approval—we want all of this from everybody out there. Mm-hmm. But if you were to ask yourself, "Do I give myself what I look for in other people?" Oftentimes, we don't because we have that thing of rejection ha- still hanging on to us. Some of us don't even feel like we even deserve mm-hmm. love and deserve acceptance. Sometimes, some of us don't even believe that we're a pure of heart. And that we're good, exactly how God created us, you know, in his image. Mm -hmm. So uh, I feel like when you start to live your lives from the inside out instead of the outside in, it will kind of help you to revert. Instead of looking on the outside saying they don't like me, they don't don't accept me, they don't approve me. What will happen is you'll start to look at yourself and say, do I even like who I am? Mm-hmm. Do I even validate me? Do I, do I accept me? And let me tell you that is the most beautiful feeling ever to look in the mirror in the absence of what anybody else think, say mm-hmm. and feel about you that mm-hmm. I fully embrace Catherine tune. I fully mm-hmm. embrace Henry Harris. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with having wanting people. To, we, we're human beings. We all long for acceptance and approval, but when you can look with inside of yourself mm-hmm and receive it yourself, uh, I think that's the most amazing thing. I think I may add, um, when you don't know who you are, you then become exposed and vulnerable to what other people say, think, and feel about you. Uh, Many people don't know who they are or what they are, so therefore, their experience with rejection, uh, it almost becomes a place of identity for them. Uh, well, I'm going through isolation, so I guess I am isolation. I'm going through rejection, so I guess I am rejection. We we are we become so traumatized and hurt by rejection that we start to believe, well, maybe I am these things,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you're not, you're not. So I feel like we should never accept anything that doesn't match the truth of who we are. And a lot of people say, well, how do I know who I am? Well. You have to challenge your belief system. What do you believe about yourself? Uh-huh. Why do you believe those things about yourself? And once you get the answer, start to look at the opposite side. If you have lived your life and you've said, I'm no good, why do you feel that way about yourself? Go, go to the root. I talk about in the book, uh, going to the root of it. If you think about a tree, roots go very, very, very deep. And sometimes that may take years, months, weeks, but at least you're taking the initiative to find out where does that false belief about myself comes from. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. And that is so, so wise. I mean, we are, we are stuck with ourselves and that should be a happy stuck. Like I love being me and you love being you and we accept ourselves. You are in relationship with yourself your whole life, you know, and people may come and go or whatever, but you you learning how to love yourself how to accept yourself you can't love yourself if you don't accept yourself and Jesus gave us one commandment that we love ourselves uh, as we love our neighbors as ourselves and that commandment to love as he loves so we're supposed to love ourselves as he loves ourselves as well as loving other people and that means being accepting and you do that so well just as a human being and I, I just love that about you um So you talked a little bit in your book too about being feeling rejected by God. Like that's a, that's a whopper. So uh, yeah. Talk talk about that.
0: I wrote a chapter in that book called has God rejected me? Mm -hmm. And so many people, uh, Catherine, um, believe that God has rejected them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Many people such as myself growing up, we have this image that God is somewhere far off Mm -hmm. and that we're separated from him and that we don't have that. We, 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 many people believe that God is not approachable Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and that we feel like we're irredeemable and that, and oftentimes what we feel about ourselves only confirms what people have told us that we're depraved, that we're lost and that we're, Like I said, irredeemable, that we're all sinners, all all these things Mm -hmm. only confirm how I already felt about myself because I was told this stuff ever since I was a child. Mm -hmm. So when you have all of that and then you connect the image that people have of God, Mm -hmm. we start to project our own rejection that we go through in our lives and say, well, if I'm going through all this rejection, there ain't no way God is going to accept me. There ain't no way he's going to love me. Mm -hmm. So I think I had to write that chapter to talk Mm -hmm. about the sense of isolation and rejection that has been embedded Mm -hmm. um, within the church, within Mm -hmm. people's uh, Christian walk, Mm -hmm. just to let them know that you you may feel like God has walked away. You may feel like that he's abandoned you. Mm -hmm. The reality of it is that's just a false belief. Uh, He has not. Mm -hmm. Um, Even when we go down a, a, the wrong path or we may go down a dark path. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's right there. You know, when I put the book together, Catherine, I, um, the, the lady that did my cover, she said, what are you thinking? I'm a very creative person. Yeah. I said, I said, I'm thinking about, and you probably seen the cover. I said, I'm thinking about a man that's in the um, desert alone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there's no resources there's no help there's no friends around and it just shows him standing out there and there, there's nothing around him mm-hmm. and i said that so connects with the story of my life with your life mm-hmm. we all have been that way before mm-hmm. um when we feel like we're alone we feel like there's no help that there's no resources but there is help out there not just spiritually speaking that you know god is there to help us but There are therapists. There are, there are friends that you can confide in. There's always someone you can talk to. So I used to believe that God rejected me. And the only reason why I believe that was because it had a lot to do with what I was taught. But when I started to ask questions and started to, um, you know, get with God myself, like, have you really rejected me? Have you really walked away and, um, a lot of that stems from Adam and Eve, too, that I address mm-hmm. in the book, how he was removed from the garden. And many people take that passage. You see it's right there. You know, you, if you mess up, you know, God is somehow just going to cut you off just like that. So we've been cut off by people in our real lives. We've been rejected by people in our, in, in our life that we're living mm-hmm. now in this existence. So therefore, if that's happening, surely God is doing the same thing. So that chapter, I would like people to know, that you may go through those things, but that doesn't mean that is not a representation uh, of God.
1: Yeah. This is where we need to be able to interpret the Bible rightly. (laughs)
0: Yeah. We
1: see God rightly. And so what ends up happening in our pain, we project that onto God. Yeah. So I was rejected by my parents. I was rejected by the church. I was rejected. I I reject myself rejected by peers, whatever. Um, Oh, well, surely God rejects me. It's like, God will never Mm -hmm. reject you. God embraces you. And, you know, it's interesting. And even in the ugliest parts of ourselves, where we, where we really spun out and, you know, we can do horrible things as human beings. And so, but God actually accepts you there in your ugliest. And it's not even reflective of who you are, but in our brokenness, we do broken things. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but God, but God accepts you there because love is not can is not unconditional if there's conditions that about your behavior. And so, starting from that point where you are already accepted, already forgiven, already pure, already all the good things, it helps you stand up on the inside. But religion has done a job that is so toxic yeah. of uh, presenting God falsely as a God of rejection, a God of abandonment, a God of punishment all complete caca you know what i mean that was yeah.
0: <laughs> and, just... and, and, and <laughs> as it relates to darkness uh he loves you too much to leave you there like you're not he i mean you may feel like you're in the wilderness by yourself i'm alone nobody loves me nobody cares uh when you when people grab a hold of that truth you know god hasn't rejected you mm-hmm. uh he's always there's a um I, there's a um story footprints in the sand where he I believe he had asked well how come I didn't see your footprints he said because I was carrying you so I think people need that's watching this now you look you may be walking with God now you're like well where's his footprints where is he when I'm hurt when I'm dealing with rejection when I'm dealing with abandonment well you may not see his footprints but he's been walking with you all along
1: Absolutely. It's a, we're, we may be blind to that, but then we just help God. We ask God to help us see because we're blind in our pain. Um, so that, that is huge. Cause boy, if, if God, God rejects you, I mean, like you got nowhere to go, but yes. happily he never does. You cannot, you cannot misbehave enough for God to reject you or, yeah. or or the things that were done to you that were, you know, were full of rejection um, cannot change God's, God's heart towards you. Um, so if someone is, say, say they're in that place, say, you know, that my family's rejected me. My spouse has rejected me. My children reject me. The church has rejected me. Society rejects me. Pick a card, any card. And I, I feel all alone. I feel or abandoned or forsaken. What would you tell that person to do? I
0: would probably say to, uh first of all, to seek professional help and um, find a therapist or find a coach or somebody to process with. And secondly, I would say to consult God about it because I believe, and I talk about this in my book too, you know, I can't exclude God like he wasn't part of my healing process when it came to rejection. He mended my heart in a lot of rejection situations uh, I've been in. And thirdly, uh, I would say whoever you find, make sure they are a safe space where you can literally, I think in the book I talk about, it's almost like being naked, mm-hmm. uh, being exposed. Like you're not hiding anything. You know, our friend William Paul Young says the unexposed is the unhealed. And it's like that with that, that which you hide and try to cover up, you know, it's not going to get better. You know, I'm in a nursing field and Well, we have a patient that has a wound and we don't treat it. Mm -hmm. um, Sometimes within a matter of days, it gets bigger and bigger and it gets worse to the point where it's not even curable anymore. And rejection is pretty much that same way. Uh, If you don't get help, that wound is just going to get bigger. And then before you know it, uh, you'll start carrying these things, not only from your childhood to your adulthood, but just like I did, you'll start carrying these things to your marriage, mm-hmm. to your relationship. I call it perceived rejection, where the person that you're with or connected to, mm-hmm. uh, they don't really reject you. But because you've been rejected so much in the past by mm-hmm. everybody else, you're starting to think, well, they don't like me either. They don't, And that may not even be true, but because you've been so damaged and hurt mm-hmm. all those years in rejection, we start to think, Everybody else is rejecting us. So that's living your life from the outside in, you know, uh, one and all of that. So that's what I would say to a person who may feel who may feel that way. You also have to see your need for help, too.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. you do. I mean, you can't you can't heal something you don't see. Yeah. Yeah. And, And if you're carrying a filter of rejection where everything comes through your your perceptions through rejection, you do perceived rejection where there isn't any present and that's just unnecessary pain, right? If you're if you're bleeding out with that, that's so amazing. So uh, when is your book uh, already coming live and that's coming out?
0: It will be out. Uh, it may be out before then, but officially it'll be out uh, by January the 4th. We're doing a lunch party on Facebook. Uh, We're almost we're about thirty people shy from one hundred people that have joined, but that's a lot of people, and um, and there's gonna be more people watching too. We have people all over the world that um, that's gonna be participating. That's gonna be sharing some words of affirmation, some songs, um, meditation. There's gonna be a variety of guests. Uh, it's just gonna be a night a celebration and i'm i'm really honored and i'm also honored that you took the opportunity to write the ford i remember when i initially maybe maybe it was a year or so ago Mm -hmm. and i and i just kind of gave up on it i said oh i'll just wait i just i just wasn't feeling it Mm -hmm. but i remember when i first told you about it and you said yes i'll do it and then i went months and i didn't write and then it just came back to me i feel like god was like okay henry it's time so um and I reached out to you and that for, uh, I couldn't find anyone that could have, the way you broke it down and um, your presentation and that, that was so amazing. So thank you so much uh, for you. writing that awesome. for me.
1: That is easy to do because it's such beautiful and needed material. And where can people find your book when it comes
0: well, out? Well, they can find it on Amazon, of course. That's the the main place they can find it at. Um, they can also contact me directly via uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, we and I'll kind of tell them how they can order it personally. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to order it personally through me because they want to autograph. Many times, people give me a hard time about. I want your order. I said, well, if you order it through Amazon, you probably won't get it mm-hmm. because they don't come. You know, it doesn't come to
1: you, and then right, exactly. Yeah,
0: so I can order several copies, and if they order directly through me, I can sign them and send fifteen off at a time, thirty off at a time. But that's that's pretty much how uh, they can they can do it. And most of the people that's probably watching are probably friends with me on Facebook, or may have heard about me through my show that I've been doing for a while. So uh, there are many ways um, to contact me. That, that's how they will order it.
1: Yeah. And what if um what if they want to contact you just in general? In one of the things you need to do if you're struggling with this, well, get the book. <laughs> yeah. Um. And but if they want to connect with you, uh, to find out more about you, find out about more about your ministry, share, have questions, how would they contact you?
0: I would say uh, you can follow my page. Uh, my personal page is Henry Harris on Facebook. I also have a uh, page called the Brella Henry and You Show. Uh, we just hit over 8,200 people, probably more than that now, that has um, subscribed or either followed the show, and it's still growing. And uh, And we're also now connected to Soul TV, which has about, I think, nearly 2 million people on that platform. So our shows are every Sunday over there. As well, we also have a YouTube channel. You type up Henry Harris 100 or just type in the Brother Henry and You show. Uh, we've had political guests, we've had Catherine, you've come on quite a few times every year. I always make an <laughs> uh, effort to contact Catherine while I'm on vacation. I said, Can you do a few weeks? Can you do a show? So people really love when you come on. Uh, I've had a lot of, um, you know, well known, notable. guests Mm -hmm. you know on the show Dr. Marilyn Hickey you know all these people that y'all you compare stone that we that I interview on the show we also just bring you know just average people on just to hear about their stories and um because I just love listening to people's stories I feel like I'm walking on holy ground uh when I hear their stories so that's how they would connect with me also you can connect with us by our email is contact henryharris at yahoo.com
1: wonderful wonderful wow well this has been so much fun any any final uh closing thoughts that you have for the audience
0: i'll just like to say that uh you're, you're not rejection uh you may be hurt you may be battered you may feel like you're all alone but at the end of the day um I think there is help uh, for you.
1: Wonderful. Wonderful. Yay. It's been been really uh, fun spending this time together. Everybody, you need to get his book. Uh, January 4th is the date. Uh, And thank you so much for coming on and sharing about rejection, how to overcome it, and all of that. I really, really appreciate you and love you, Henry.
0: Well, thank you. You're a beautiful and wonderful friend.
1: Yay love you too okay everybody we'll share this someone needs to uh, hear this someone needs to get the book so buy multiple copies and thank you so much for coming on thank again you. henry and thank you for everybody for watching
0: yeah thank you too katherine
1: awesome. bye-bye everybody thanks for joining us on this episode of perspectives with katherine toon for additional information and resources please visit katherine